Today's episode of the Redneck Gardener Show is brought to you by Utah's Best Cheesecakes. Utah's Best Cheesecakes have been in business for over a year. They do holiday cheesecakes, specialty cheesecakes, birthday cheesecakes, or any other occasion cheesecakes you can think of. You can contact them at 801-628-7779. That is 801-628-7779. Or you can send them an email at utahcheesecakes at gmail.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Redneck Garden Show. Sorry we're off the air for a little bit, but that's all right. Well, it is a lovely afternoon here. Um, first off, our show is going to be a little bit different. Still going to be talking about stuff, but that's all right. So first of all, I want to show you this, share with you this. This is the cattle inventory for um, the United States. Um, so there are nine currently not this was published in June 17th of 2022 so there are nine states that have more cattle than people rank numbered one with a 4.32 ratio that means there's four almost four and a quarter little four and a quarter cows more than people yeah that's right so South Dakota Number two is Nebraska at 3.29. Number three is Montana with a 2.51 ratio. Number four is North Dakota at a 2.45. Number five is Wyoming at a 2.18. Number six is Kansas with a 2.0. Coming in with an awesome number seven is... Oh, excuse me, sorry. Is Idaho. Idaho has a 1.36 ratio. That means there's one, more than one and a quarter cows per person in Idaho. And then number eight is Iowa, the 1.20. And number nine is uh, Oklahoma, 1.12. That's the last of the more cattle than human states. Everything else has more humans than cattle. Utah's a lonely 21. It's astonishing. Texas has more people than cows. Which I, which I find astonishing that Texas has more people than cattle. Which is alright. So next we're going to talk about the cattle supply from Farm Bureau It'll pull up on my phone. So, so this was per, published by Farm Bureau. Um, it's an insurance company that um, specializes in farm style, like insuring farm people. It says introduction. At a glance, 2022 cattle prices are higher than 2021. At 140 slaughter steer prices are 17.5% above 2021 prices. But even with higher prices, farmers and ranchers will travel a rocky road to profitability paved with inflation and higher input costs in 2022. This Mark Intel addresses the 
USDA's cattle on feed report released Friday, May 20th, 2022. The force is driving cattle prices higher and how inflation and input costs will affect the bottom line for cattle farmers and ranchers. It'll further walk through the combination of supply and demand factors that will affect 2022 market outlook for livestock producers. producers. So, according to the U, so the annual cattle inventory report published by the USDA estimated overall inventory January 1st, 2022 is down 2% or 1,807,700 head from from 2021. So, apparently um, cattle inventory is important. So, the calf crop for 2021 came in at 35.1 million head, a 1.2% decrease from 2020. So apparently we've had a 2.3% decrease from 2021, which came at 30.1 million head, and the heifer inventory with the total heifers is 19.8 million. Um, which is really sad, guys. We need to up our cattle inventory to get drive those beef prices back down. In that, um, says commercial cattle slaughter for April of was 2.81 million head, down slightly from 2021. Steer slaughter was 1.33 million, four percent lower than 2021. Heifer slaughter for the month. Of April came in at 825,200, which is 0.05 percent lower than this time in 2021. Cow slaughter for the month of March came in at 640,382, which is 7 percent higher than the same time in 2021. So that's good. Um. Oh, let's figure this out. So, the inventory. Ugh. Winter weather and rain have brought some greener pastures to upper Midwest. But the USDA crop progress reported more than 50% of the U.S. pastures are still rated poor to very poor compared to just under 50% reported in that condition last year. So more than 50% this year, and then last year was under 50% reported, which is not good. This drought is not good for us. No, sir. Oof. It's got a bunch of figures. You guys should go check out the farmbureau.org, um, the cattle supply and demand issues for 2022 marketing year. It was published May 24th, 2022. Y'all should really go check it out. It'll help us keep in touch of the agricultural aspect of our country because agriculture is the, is the uh, driving force of the United States. Without agriculture, we have no food. And we don't want to be importing food ever. Importing is bad because then we have to pay more taxes on it and all that stuff. So if you want to support local, Go to your local ranchers and producers 
and buy straight from them. I'm sure most of them have like stores or something you can buy from. Not, when you're at a grocery store, always look for little signs that says locally produced. All right, to our next topic. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be fun. Z-Line Kennels. We are a family-owned and operated kennel that specializes in Chesapeake Bay Retrievers. Our services include puppies, training, and stud services. We pride ourselves in matching each puppy with, with its own forever home. Our champion AKC registered bloodlines, hard work ethics, and family-oriented personalities make our dogs the perfect companions for play, sporting, and family dogs. Visit us at zlinekennels.com, Dog Breeder and Beaver Dam at 16026 North Beaver Dam Road, Beaver Dam, Utah. Um, at 16026 North Beaver Dam Road, Beaver Dam, Utah. Or you can visit them online at, or visit them on Facebook at Zline Chessie's uh, Facebook page. You can also email them at zlinekennels at gmail.com or call to get a quote at 385-405-4978, 385-205-0139. Again, the numbers are 385-405-4978 or 385-205-0139. Visit them at zlinekennels.com. These are exceptional dogs and dog breeds. Thank you very much. Now we're going to talk about current beef prices, since we talked about everything else, about in stock, cattle stock, and all that stuff. So beef trend, July 22nd, 2022. All current beef pricing trends are based on USDA data as of July 20th, 2022. Last week's trends referred to the USD market for the week ending July 15th, 2022. Live cattle sold mostly between $1.36 and $1.40 a pound. Last week, live cattle are expected to remain steadily priced this week, according to analysts. Last week's slaughter was about 677k ahead, which was up from pr the previous week, and is expected to remain steady in the short term. For grading in the week jul ending July 9th, 82% of cattle grade choice are higher, and 15.3 grade select, with the remaining 2.7 ungraded. So, those are the beef prices for, um, oh, oh, I can't remember what I was saying. The beef price is currently in the market, and that. So that's what the USDA has for us for cattle prices. Let's check on the poultry prices. Alright. My internet's running slow, guys. Alright. According to the USDA National Report, um, this is three days ago. Oh, come on. 
So at a local slaughterhouse near us, it is, ooh, that's a lot of numbers. It is $7.99 per pound, which, all right, this is really hard to interpret, guys. Oh. Nope, we're going to use the simpler one. All right, so it says boneless, skinless breast between $2.79 and $3.69 per pound. Breast tenders, $3.99 per pound. These are just national averages from the USDA National Retail Report. Split bone-in breasts are $1.49 to $1.99 a pound. Whole wings are $2.99 a pound. Boneless, skinless breasts are $3.63 per pound. Tenders are $3.63 per pound. Wings are $1.99 to $2.99. Party wings are $3.24. Now these are just the averages for the nas national wide. So they're not... You could vary between store to store, like, um, like I said, we have a slaughter house that pulled chicken breasts are seven dollars and ninety nine cents a pound. But it always varies from state to state, from store to store. The big chains obviously are going to be cheaper because they can buy cheap to sell cheap. <laughs> so that's that is your agricultural report for today. And that. Um, let's look at some other reports for agriculture. Um, current. Oh, let's go wheat. Wheat. Wheat prices per bushel. Per bushel. Wow. As the USDA reports, the U.S. Wheat Associates. Associates. I don't know even what that is. So, uh, let's refine the search to in U.S. All right. So the U.S. season average from farm price for 2022/2023 slash is projected to reach. A record $10.75 per bushel. Per, per bushel. Wow. Supported by tight domestic stocks. Yeah. Um, wow, this is a... Oh. So... Wow. This is very... You ever, have you guys ever gone into this? Look, Looked at it? You guys got to do it for yourself because it's really interesting. So, so many different places. Ah. Wow. This is a lot of information, guys. So, apparently, oh, that makes sense. So, apparently, the current price of wheat bushel as of July 22nd, 2022 is $8.93 per bushel in the United States. That makes more sense. All right. I, 
I thought it was in the thousands. If like that doesn't make sense, but hey, y'all should check it out. There's a lot of so these port farmers, they do a lot for us, and they kind of get the stiff end of the deal, where they are for a lot of the time they're forced to sell really low with almost no return because the way that agricultural has been managed by the by the government and prices and all that it's really sad and i know a lot of farmers especially in utah there's a lot of farms that are just up for sale because the either the kids the next generation don't want to farm it or the farmers in too deep financially and need to sell because the housing industry is offering them a really really exponentially big price for his land to where he basically can't refuse he'd be in or he's just tired of not getting much out of his work whatever the reason it's really sad we should all be supporting our local growers because especially down in utah there's hardly any farms along the Wasatch Front anymore. It's really sad, especially in the Ogden area. I went to high school at Fremont, and man, there used to be lots of farms, and now it's all housing. So sad. So sad. But yeah, if you ever go, support your local FFA, number one, because they're our future farmers of America. They're the ones that are going to carry the mantle of of agricultural to the new age and that so go around support your local FFA then two go to your local farms and see if you can buy straight from them directly from them if not if you got a grocery store like Smith's or somewhere else buy when it says locally grown because normally like Smith's is really good about buying locally We'll see what farms and where their farms are from along the produce. Buy those produce. Because when you buy it, some of that money goes back to the farmer. Which is a good thing. We all need to be better. And even, even if you're producing your own food, we should be self-sufficient. We really should. We should be growing our own food. Because it's not that hard. Even if you live in an apartment, it would not be that hard to grow your own food few tomato plants don't matter where you're at now the bigger the garden the better I I think we should all push for community gardens also to help each other out our neighborhoods and that neighborhood I've seen a few very successful community gardens for example Harrisville Utah they have an excellent community garden it's right next to Harrisville DI and that they, they grow an excellent garden. And I'm not sure how they do it, but I believe if we ever had, where I live, where we ever had a community garden, I would, if I was city council and I pushed for community garden, I would have whoever wanted food from it was required to weed. Weed. That's the biggest struggle is weeds, especially my garden. Right now, my garden is overrun by morning glory. That stupid pest of a weed will not die. 
it is eternal. It's like a 1970s fridge. It just won't die. It's whispering, I'm eternal, I'm eternal. You can't get rid of me. It's ridiculous. No matter how many times I pull it, I weep the garden, comes back with a vengeance. It's ridiculous. Oh, on a happy note, we had a freeze, a weird freeze in June, which I thought all my plants were dead. I thought we killed them all because it just randomly froze one night. I'm like, what the heck? But I'm happy to report that all the plants are lively and come back exponentially better than they looked. We got tall tomato plants. They got flowers on them. I'm really hoping we get tomatoes this year, but it's a really weird year because we haven't seen very many pollinators. Like not even the honeybees are around, which is really weird. I haven't seen many honey any honeybees this year. Maybe one or two. I saw one butterfly all year so far. It's just a weird year. All right. We're going to a short commercial break. Thanks, y'all. Christensen Genetics. Christensen Genetics is a bovine genetic management firm specializing in breeding and selling cattle that will improve profitability for our clientele. They have over 18 years experience, over 800 clients in 38 states and four countries, representing over 16,000 head of cattle. Christensen Genetics, you can contact them at 208-589-9988 or visit them at christensengenetics.com or their Facebook page, Christensen Genetics. You may also email Seth at ChristiansenGenetics.com. Their address is 2211 West, 2800 South, Weston, Idaho, 83286 is the zip code. Again, that number is 208-589-9988. And the address is 2211 West, 2800 South, Weston, Idaho. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Redneck Gardener Show. I'm your host, the Redneck Gardener. I've got a little PSA for the Western United States. Please, because we're all in a drought, conserve your water. Water your lawns less. It's okay to let them go brown. They're not going to completely die. Okay? Water less. If you got gardens, that's okay. Water, those plants need water. But save the water for the agricultural people, not your lawn. Okay? This has been a PSA from Redneck Gardener. So back to our next topic. We talked about agricultural stuff, beef price, cattle, inventory, uh, barley prices, all that fun act stuff. So now we're going to go into, you guessed it, oh, a little political this, a little say this, a little some of that. Sorry, I'm in my truck, so it's going to be a little bit noisy in the background. But hey, it's all right. So, gas prices. 
I am most grateful that the gas prices have been driven down a little bit. In Malad, it is 519 for diesel. This morning it was 519 for diesel and 498 for unleaded. Um, in Downey area, they're a little bit higher. Um, five, the flags west along the freeway is 559 for or 549. Sorry, as of this morning, it was 549 for diesel and 517, I believe, for unleaded. That's usually the most expensive because it is a shell. Shells are usually more expensive. And now the other um, gas stations around the area are sitting around 540, between 519 and 549. And that, um, unless you're in McCammon, a little Sinclair last time I passed, it was 611 for diesel. That's outrageous. That's that's highway robbery right there. And, uh, but yeah, so I don't exactly know what's driving the gas fuel prices down but it is they are down so that makes me extremely grateful and because they're down it's a good time to go traveling but when you're traveling out be careful we don't want to start wildfires y'all when you're camping make sure you're you're using a designated forest service fire pit now these mamby pamby rock pits that someone just put together Please, be careful with your fire. We don't want any more of the western states burning, y'all. It is extremely hot. Currently, the weather is 95 degrees Fahrenheit, according to my track. Which is, ex which is about average for, for July, but still. We haven't had a lot of rain, so people, be careful. And especially with fireworks over these past holidays. You gotta be careful. I know it's Pioneer. Pioneer Day was yesterday, and that, so Utah and Idaho and other states, surrounding states, are allowed to have fireworks. But still, be careful. Be courteous. Also, when you're traveling, please use the speed limit, people. Especially you people in Utah. I don't know what's about Utah, but everyone seems to think. If you're not going the speed, if you're going the speed limit, you're moving too slow. I don't know what's about you though. Anytime I go, I have to go there. I'll be set my cruise control for exactly the speed limit, and y'all make me look like I'm going backwards. Come on, be courteous, be kind, and just use the speed limit. It's okay. It's okay to use the speed limit. It keeps people safe. We don't want no one, no one's loved ones getting a phone call that their their significant other or their brother, daughter, son has been killed in a car accident, which smeared across the highway. Come on, people, use common sense. Well, that's enough of the doom and gloom, huh? So, have y'all watched the show Vikings? Oh my goodness, it's one of the best shows ever. Vikings currently is being streamed on um, Amazon Prime and Hulu streaming services. If y'all have either one, you gotta check it out. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. One of my favorites you know, so far, but I've been, I'm thinking I'm like season 
three, four, something like that. I can't remember. I binge watch. I watch way too many episodes at once. Now there's some days where I'll be up until like three in the morning watching. Well, crap. I gotta work in four hours. Or two hours. Whoops. Yeah, it's not good. If you're working, don't watch on a work night. That's for a weekend. You will get sucked in. Awesome show. Um, some other cool shows is Halo on Paramount Plus. That's an epic show. Um, there's a new Star Trek called Star Trek. Um, oh shoot, I forgot the name of it. I can't remember. I think it's called Strange Worlds. Stranger Worlds. That's a good one to watch. Um, Bones. That's an excellent. That's an old show. But that's an excellent show. Bones is excellent. Um, all the seasons are on Hulu for for free. Amazon Prime, they were on there, but now you have to pay for episodes. Which I don't get. Why do you pay for Amazon Prime Video if most of the stuff you have to pay per show? It's like, aren't I paying for the service? Why should I pay extra to watch a show or rent a movie? It's like, really? Why? I don't know. Greedy, greedy people. Oh, politics. Oh, in the great state of Idaho, we're having a governor race. And I don't know if y'all know Ammon Bundy. Well, apparently he's running for governor. And I'm praying that he does not become governor. If he does, he will destroy the great state of Idaho. Even though he claims he's gonna make it better. Now, if you go on his website and read his five reasons, of why you should vote for him, it is actually scary. It scares me. The man has a ven... Well, first of all, the man comes in with a vendetta against the federal government. Red flag number one. Red flag number two, he wants to get rid of some necessarily evil taxes. Property tax and income tax. Now granted, there are some states that do not have income tax and they do not have property tax. But the flip side of that coin, it's a double-edged sword. Flip side of that coin, the deficit's gotta come from somewhere. So these states that have no sales tax or no property tax or no um, income tax, they've got some of the higher burdens of sales and tax, sales tax and other taxes they like to tack on to stuff because they need to fill the gap the income gap think people would you rather have a lower income tax versus a higher sales tax sales tax in idaho is a straight six percent on everything it could be worse we could be utah they got different tax they got a different tax for produce than clothing or other items and that which I don't understand why the United States hasn't adapted this but why don't we actually put include ourselves tax like so gas when I go to the pump and fuel up the ta the tax is included with the price of fueling up so if it's 519 for diesel it's gonna be 519 for diesel per gallon because that's tax included. Why can't the grocery stores do that? 
why do I go to the grocery store? Think I'm gonna pay 90 cents for 99 cents for a can of soup and it ends up being like a dollar six or a dollar twenty-four. It's like huh? I go to Burger King, get a a deal for four dollars for like a whopper, small fry and a small drink. Ends up being four twenty-four because tax. Like really, why didn't you include tax in that? Why don't we do that, people? In America, we we do some funky things that Europe doesn't fully understand. It's fine, but we do live in the greatest union, greatest nation in the world. I still believe that, even though we've got some whacked out things going on. But hey. It was prophesied from the beginning of the world. Well, these are the last days. You can go through any set of scripture and you know what's exactly going to happen. Wars and rumors of war. The love of money and all these other things. Heck, the Book of Mormon's got greater depth of prophecies. Of those same prophecies, but in greater depth. So... Hold on to your butts, have faith, we'll get through this. And that, because that's all we got is hope, faith. Ugh. It's been a long day today. And that, but hey, we're going to go to our next break, y'all. So, now we'll get to this, your favorite segment, Spiritual Thought. Thank you very much. Meet Rooster from Z-Line Chessies, one of our up-and-coming studs. Rooster officially is colored as a sedge according to the AKC, but as you can see from, this uni from his unique coloring, resembles more of a brindle. Apart from his cool coloring and size, 85 pounds at 9 months, his personality is one of a kind. He loves to play and believes that an hour away from his people is torture. He's very athletic and very chill. We can't wait to see what this boy has to offer. I have actually seen him in action. He's a great dog, loves to run, loves to play. You need to visit Zilan Chessies on Facebook to watch his videos. He's an amazing puppy. He's going to be a great breed and breed very well. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Redneck Gardener Show. I'm your host, the Redneck Gardener. So, it's time for your favorite segment, Spiritual Thought. Today's spiritual thought comes from the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 25. Adam fell that men might be, and men are, that they might have joy. So, because Adam fell we could um, figure out joy in that. So, in a previous verse, before this, um, it says, Oh, and after Adam and Eve had partaken of the forbidden fruit, they were driven out of the Garden of Eden to till the earth. And they have brought forth children, yea, even the family of all the earth. We all know that. But it continues on and says, 
Now behold, if Adam had not transgressed, he would not have fallen, but he would have remained in the Garden of Eden, and all things which were created must have remained in the same state which they were after they were created, and they must have remained forever and had no end. And they would have no children, wherefore they would have no they would have remained in the state of innocence, having no joy, for they knew no misery, doing no good, for they knew no sin. But behold, all things have been done in wisdom of him who knoweth all things, meaning God. So that's the best part about the fall of Adam is we we got a chance to come here and be able to know these things because because um, we have the option to act and be and that we can know joy because we know misery, we know pain, we know suffering. And on the flip side, because we know that, we will be able to understand the other side, the happiness, the joy, all that stuff, because of the fall of Adam. So this has been the Redneck Gardener Show. Have a good day, y'all, and stay in tune for next episode. Have a good day. Stay classy. America. Thank you.